0: Welcome to CodeCast. We're a podcast that focuses on everything tech and we give you an idea of what developers, startups, and creatives are up to in Zambia and across Africa. Every two weeks, we explore different topics and applications of technology in the real world. Every episode is brought to you by Agora Code Community. For more information, visit agoracode.community or follow us on Twitter at Codeagora. This is Jobu and
1: Wanda, Wanda I'm a developer at Bongo Hive and listening to CodeCast.
0: Welcome to episode 17 of Codecast. <laughs> I am one of your hosts. My name is Mukuma and I'm here with three other people today. Uh, two regular. One for the first time.
2: Ooh,
0: guest. Yeah, we have a guest. <laughs>
3: <laughs> technically it's his
0: second. Yeah, it's no, second technically type. second time, yeah. He's been here before and he was <laughs> silent, very silent in, on our feed please take the survey and give us feedback on whether you like the podcast or not we would really like to know for sure if we're doing the right thing yeah yeah I'm not supposed to yeah
3: Mukoma believes in his past life he was a singer which one I have no idea
0: past life Mm. yeah we're talking about like um um is is it Buddhism Mm. or oh, anyway we're talking about reincarnation whatever religion mm. that's from I don't remember but if in your past life mm. you were a good person right mm. you reincarnate into a what much better person yeah a much better person yeah nice. like not you're, you're, you're blessed no
3: you're blessed so you get a better vision of you sounds
0: in the next life sounds very black mirror but it's okay it's not even very black mirror I feel like it's very traditional it sounds very traditional like we have Did a lot of these thoughts in sense. like our, yeah. our our African setup as well there's a lot of stuff that you really can't believe happens and we digress but anyway <laughs> if anyone knows about reincarnation or whatever like this is a side note just send us that one minute long voice message link will be in the description yeah <laughs> that's it so before, <laughs> before 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 we get into today's episode uh okay. i want the guest to introduce himself and then we'll get started with the news as per custom i'm
1: Jibrian wonder wonder okay i'm a developer bongo hive mm, yes fancy bongo Hive.
0: what's yeah. your programming language of choice
1: java yeah i love objects they're easy <laughs> Silence in the room.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's, there's so many wrong, things wrong with what you just said. <laughs> <think. laughs> yes. I can't even begin to point out what exactly. But you know what? I wish you're here for the episode with Di, uh, with uh, Dennis and Elias. They, they, they were um, kind of going back and forth about Kotlin and uh, Java. Java. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it was really interesting. So you should listen to episode um, 15. 15 of Codecast. Okay. That's if you haven't already. So there's like that's like special for like Android developers and stuff like that. So yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we'll jump on that. Objects. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely. So um before we get into our topic for the day, uh, we get into news. So this is something we should have spoken about like way back. I I don't even know why we waited till now to talk about it since this news has been around for like a month now. Huawei's ban Look man, I'm I'm,
2: I'm a huge Huawei fanboy and You are? Yeah, no I am No, okay. so this is just a temper phone My Huawei mate broke Yeah, so Look, it's affected me in a lot of ways But we all know what's going on here well, At least I, I choose to believe that's what's going on here But this is, a, we're in the middle of a full-on tech war And this is bigger than take right now um, I think it's very politically motivated to say the least and I think it's very obvious um, to say the most yeah ish man so many things I could say um, but America I'll, 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 I'll start with one with America yeah um, seems to be some sort of ongoing power struggle um, China and the States and at the end of it all, um, the Repo effect is felt by the users as us, the fanboys. Nah. Uh, yeah, man. It's hectic, but I don't think it will last long. I think we're seeing the end of it. I'm hmm. um, being very optimistic, uh, but I think it's slowly coming to an end.
0: Maybe just to give a bit of background on it. So last month, um, uh, Donald Trump, US President, placed. Uh, Huawei on what they call the entity list. So, basically this is a list of companies that are banned from dealing with American companies unless they seek approval Approval. from the US government. So, the moment Huawei was placed on that list, it meant Google couldn't do business with them. Well, the chip makers because Huawei buys um, parts from the US as well, those companies couldn't uh, deal with Huawei. Uh, I think even Facebook has like removed all its apps mm. from yeah. uh, shipping with Huawei devices pre-installed ARM is a chip maker they've currently not doing business with Huawei um, Amazon Japan doesn't sell devices on this on, on the store anymore so like those that's the kind of ripple effect oh. uh, that action kind of had so Google is still, is still supporting Huawei for now. Um, it's 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 going to take a while. It's more like a transition, transition period, yeah, basically. Yeah. And, and there's a lot of speculation about what Huawei is going to do about it. Um, there's talk about their own operating mm. system, which apparently they've been making for quite some time. Um, there's been talk about their own Play Store as well, or their own version of the Play Store, which they already have in China, for example. Mm. Uh, but obviously, not being able to use Google services, Google services yeah. will play a, a really big role in uh, crippling devices, yeah. crippling mobile devices.
2: I don't know how they moved so fast, but I think they expected it eh? after after I was at the ZTE, that mini ZTE, oh, that major ZTE showdown I had. Apparently, Chinese smartphone manufacturers have been testing Huawei's. Um, Android version uh, for some time now. So, it's, it's, it's very interesting. Um, I I can't say, no one can say for sure what will happen in the next coming months. No one can say for sure what will happen, but one thing we do know for sure is that everyone is affected somehow. Everyone is affected. Um, this trickles down to, or trickles up to 5G as well oh yeah yes. so it's not just smartphones we're talking about here guys it's
0: um telecoms industries as well yeah, and everything else they make yeah hmm. really interesting but i can tell you something that happened um i think this was sometime this week oh. or last week because i think today's by the time we're, you're hearing this <laughs> like <today. laughs> so like i'll say a little stuff then, mm. but anyway we'll we'll find a way
3: as of 11 june yeah. 2019.
0: Yes, as yeah. of 11th June 2019, um, Russia somehow has got entangled in this yeah. and they have agreed to let Huawei build mm. their 5G, 5G network. network. So, like, you know what I think? I think this is like a bunch of kids on the playground. Like two kids aren't on the best of terms yeah. And then there's this kid that enjoys seeing The other one <laughs> suffering yeah. And then just be like You know what, I'll show them Come, come here I, I don't let's really team, like let's you team up But yeah. I, we'll team up just because yeah. we both Like we can team up against this guy
2: And yeah. I don't know But it's very, very political At the heart of it This is not tech motivated This has nothing to do with tech This has nothing to do with innovation That's the sad part tech is suffering innovation is suffering
0: and I, I don't know why and this is my point i don't think innovation is suffering because from this right mm. huawei has accelerated the need for them to develop their own operating system yeah, it may not it work in the yeah. initial mm, like mm, phase mm. but as soon as people start getting used to cuz we all get yeah. used to consumers we we get used to stuff and it mm, becomes okay mm, yes. it means they are slowly uh, splitting in, yeah. from Google, mm. and you know how dependent most yeah. device manufacturers are on yeah. Google. I actually read something like that that this could backfire.
2: Um, people trying to stifle people in inverted commerce, trying
0: to um, stifle innovation. How it could backfire on Google. Actually, Google is on that. Say that. Oh, they did right. Yeah, Google was, Google was saying um, this could backfire on the U.S. Mm. because of the same thing. Oh, yeah. uh, Huawei will develop its own version. they will still go ahead. Because uh. Huawei is not a small company. No, it's not. By any, yeah, it's not. <laughs> by any estimation, no, it's, it's not. not a small company. They and they have the resources. Uh, yeah. So, I don't know, man. And if you look at how many mm. Huawei devices are in Africa, mm. uh, Africa Yo, is a huge market anyway. So, so OPPO is also testing their operating system. So,
2: you have firms like OPPO, um, I say Tecno, a bunch of Chinese firms testing this operating system china is the largest smartphone market okay so man, it's yeah it's crazy it's crazy i've been hit hard i'm affected i won't lie okay. you no know, i don't i don't I'm know affected. what this effect
0: what 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 this effect was but it, you look very distraught yeah man. it
4: does
0: yeah life c'est la vie. so yeah we'll, we'll keep we'll keep looking at uh we'll keep looking at how things keep developing i guess and then we'll, we'll kind of follow it closely. I'm interested just to see what Huawei's reaction is going to be, what uh, the Chinese government's yeah. reaction is going to be.
2: They seem very chill, eh? very calm, not yeah, hitting yeah. back. Yeah. I mean, even just Huawei, guys, Huawei, let's Huawei, talk. Huawei is willing uh,
0: to sign uh, a no spy deal with uh, the US. So That's how willing they are. They did one with um, the UK. Mm-hmm. So they are actually in charge of the UK's 5G infrastructure uh we were talking about this on twitter yeah. um with a few guys mm. after the announcement mm. uh, and people actually testing some of the mm. some of the speeds mm. on the 5g network in mm. in in, okay. in the uk and the speeds were staggering but i was okay. interested in knowing how much uh infrastructure uh huawei had put into because the reports were that huawei was dealing with part of the core infrastructure it it, it didn't yeah. seem like they were focusing, real, on, focusing on, the, on, on everything yeah. so i was just curious to find out um, and that's 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 also the tricky bit, Because eh? they are dealing
2: with the foundation. Most of the world's 4G infrastructure is built by Huawei. To have 5G, you have to build on top of 4G. So you can't come with another manufacturer and build on top of 4G, it logically, and it, it just doesn't make sense, okay? So somehow you still have to do with Huawei at the end of the day. Unless you want to go back and build your own 4G infrastructure, <laughs> then build your 5G
0: infrastructure. Uh, well, um, if if there is some hope, um, yesterday, uh, well, there's reports that uh, some parts of the U.S. government want to delay the ban by two mm-hmm. years. Not the entire, anyway, sections of the ban itself. Mm-hmm. So they can allow their, like, U.S. entities to to kind of benefit from that relationship a bit more because it will stifle not only uh, Chinese growth but Huawei's growth but even some of the uh, US manufacturing companies. Sounds like Brexit. Tech Brexit. We won't even get into Brexit. (laughs) Anyway, um, yeah, moving on to the next piece of news, WWDC and we're not talking about that because Elias has, I'm, I'm glad Elias is not here has, has, has already sent a recording which I'm oh. going to plug in yeah.
5: What's up Codecast crew and listeners, first off uh, let me apologize for not making the recording this week um, Circumstances beyond my control and all that, but this past week was WWDC uh, so I thought I'd give a brief reaction to uh, some of the stuff that was announced there First off, as an iPhone user, uh, the thing I was looking forward to the most, of course, is iOS. And I've got to say, really underwhelmed. They introduced dark mode uh, and a few other tweaks. They improved performance. They uh, they kind of improved the compression of the applications. So their applications are going to be uh, smaller, which means it takes less time for them to load and that kind of thing. But overall, really underwhelming uh if you're an ipad user however they brought in a bunch of new changes that i think people that own ipads are really going to enjoy they uh, are making it more of a computer than previous iterations at least from a software perspective so little things that uh, a lot of people complained about are being addressed for example uh before the ios uh, 13 so Uh, ios 12 and uh, 12 point whatever they wouldn't let you basically plug in a flash drive uh to the newly introduced uh usb type c and just you know your files from there import them or import them straight into an app uh, a lot of power users want to just you know plug in a flash especially when you're into stuff like photography you plug in your flash you import it into your uh, favorite application and you work on it directly there you couldn't do that before now you can do that uh other things like you know multi multitasking has been uh, overhauled now you can have multiple windows you can have Uh, more than one window from the same application. So they've introduced a bunch of things that are going to make it a lot more appealing to power users that we're thinking of an iPad as kind of a middle ground between the iPhone and the MacBook. Um, They also introduced the Mac Pro. So the Mac Pro um, is for you if you have $6,000 burning a hole in your pocket uh really pricey but it is spec to all hell i mean this thing is is really just it's, it's 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 a beast like you get you 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 get terabytes of ram like that's not even an exaggeration like you can spec it out to have terabytes of ram personally overkill but if you're a power user and uh you really want to future proof and that kind of thing i guess this is for you they also introduced the pro display xdr which is a 32 inch 6k screen so it's gonna uh, it, it's coming from apple so it's gonna cost you of course it's five thousand dollars and that's without the stand now uh, i've been uh, called and iPhone, Apple fan for the longest time, can I just personally say, fuck you Apple, what the hell is that, $1,000 for a stand $1,000 for a stand okay, for context for context, the iPhone XS is $1,000 okay, I could go on a rant but uh, I don't want to take too long Uh, anyway, overall I'd say if you're an iPhone user or you appreciate iphones in any way this isn't a huge overall if you're a mac user there are incremental you know changes and uh, updates to things that you might enjoy but this for me from where i'm sitting looks like it was really targeting the ipad because the improvements they've made to the ipad are really pushing it closer and closer to the mac um ecosystem so power users are really going to like this other updates you know watch os tv os i don't really need to get into those right now but um yeah that was uh, what i thought about wwdc this year i'm a bit underwhelmed but if you own an ipad i think you're going to really enjoy what's coming in ios 13 or as they're calling it on ipad now they're calling it ipad os 13 anyway uh, enjoy the rest of the show and have fun guys okay so moving on into
0: today's episode I'm excited because Cynthia is gonna tell us a little bit about what she does and why it's so important Cynthia knows a lot about product management and that's something that's very interesting because um, well in tech there's like a lot of fancy words for a lot of things yeah so a product manager in other circles could be project manager example what else could you be
3: that's a funny thing so there's still uh, well there are some people who are still unclear on what is the difference between a project manager
4: mm-hmm. and a
3: product manager okay so let me start with defining a product and a project <laughs> yeah. so a, a product is what you offer a group of people that is a service that you're actually selling to a group of people Whereas a project would be part of your product development which is it's it's um it's activities that will help you build a product. So it will have the, the scope, it will have the budget, it will have the the timeline, the start and end date. So that is a project. You utilizing the skills and the tools to actually meet a product that then you will offer your client or a group of people. It can be internal Mm -hmm. people or external people whereas product say your company wants to build a mobile app that is a product right Mm -hmm. so you will have one to oversee the everything that will happen in, in 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 that phase which is to deliver a product in a profitable way that will be liked by the users that you're building for that is product management whereas project Under that, you building a mobile app, say there's market research. So market research, you utilize skills like who are the researchers we have? Mm -hmm. What are the tools do we need to provide to these researchers for them to research about the users we're building for? What do the users need? How much money are we going to be utilizing? Are we going to be working within the budget? What is the the timeline for us to actually build this product? hope I'm making sense
0: yeah. I feel I need to write this stuff. <laughs> so that's, you know what I feel like I've been a product manager at some point uh, in my and life you did not know, know. <laughs> like so wait are we talking about everything from like UI like user user interface and user experience design stretching into like the actual dev work yeah, so, that's that's so that's the surprising yeah. thing
3: a product manager is like the middle person so you will have the UX you will have the the actual take developing and whatnot, then you have the business aspect to a product, right? Okay. The product manager will sit in between. If you were to in maths, let's go back to basic maths, sets. Would oh. use, I was
2: just about to go to subsets. <laughs> yes, Would will yeah.
3: use circles, right? Uh. So, there is an intersection between UX and the business model, right? Yeah, yeah. And then there is um, a business, or uh, for the business model there is an intersection with take mm. then take has an intersection with UX but in the middle there's an intersection for all the three now mm. that's where the product manager sits
0: so like the product manager is like a we need product design creative. thinking guru uh. sort to s- so yes, right. yes, they, they strategic design
3: yeah, they should know part of design they should know part of they don't the necessarily business. have to be like experts, experts, but they should know the fundamentals of designing of developing and then on the business aspect, what we are developing is it in line with our business are we going to get profit and is it something that we'll be able to run with Mm. in the long term and still monitor and change when we need to change to meet our users or our clients need
0: i find it hard to believe we use this kind of principles in the country to be honest maybe it's because of like <laughs> I, no like <laughs> you know you, you know when we're always told uh, there's like a theoretical um uh, manual you follow yeah. towards like doing certain things and how people never really follow those things yeah it feels like uh, maybe I've, I've just been stuck in places where that happens all the time. Like, it's just a l- bunch of steps skipped and so on and so forth. And I just find it hard to believe Like we actually practice any of this stuff.
3: It
2: looks overwhelming. Yeah. No, I have. I, have oh, sh-
0: I, I, I share the
2: same sentiments, honestly. Okay. I think that goes with the environment we're in, man. Um,
4: okay,
3: look, but then We tend to
2: overlook yes, certain things, we yes, tend yes, to yes, gross exactly. over a lot of yeah. things which, you know could easily be solved.
3: Yeah, but then, well, um, something I I could put across is it also depends on what type of organization you're working for. True, true. So a product manager's skills, they can actually vary depending on the type of organization you're working for others they will, they will include the business model part but you find other companies they'll say eh, we What's just need you to just be an intersection you know? between yeah. the because also there's also the user part yeah. you have to interact with the users know what your clients actually need and how are you going to still stand out in the market so there's also marketing aspect how are you standing out? Is your product actually something that will stand out in the overall market? Okay. And Mukoma is getting more
0: votes. <laughs> okay, Cynthia, um, okay. as, as, as a developer, right? Yes. I'm a developer. Yes. And um, well, part of part of my job is to suggest new ideas, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, it's not really part of my job. I think it just it's it's a it's a what do you call it? It's a Work, work hazard what's it called whatever anyway you get my point yeah. it's an occupational hazard right yeah, yeah. so at what point right <laughs> Do I <woke> up to,
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. to being yeah. a product yeah. manager yeah. and being a developer
0: Do i woke <laughs> up to the ceo and tell him look <laughs> no no, no. Uh-huh. um if i believe my idea will work right uh-huh. ideally like i come to you as the product manager. We have a conversation around it and then like you decide visibility, then you communicate that to the business and then they make decisions, right? Mm -hmm. Is is that the process flow? Is that like a standard? Okay. I'm I'm just trying to wrap my head around it because for me, like you just mentioned something that I realized that I've actually struggled with in the past. Yeah. Is um you you have this pipeline of projects that are supposed to be implemented, right? Mm-hmm. But you have ideas around the way it's supposed to be implemented that you feel like would work better. Now, in a situation where the the, the intersection doesn't exist, for example, you don't really have um, a predefined product manager, quote-unquote. Um, and that's why I said I feel like I've, I've been a product manager before because now I've had to step into shoes like that, mm-hmm. uh, but I didn't really know I was. Like, how? Like... I. I Okay, so when the intersection is missing, like how does it work?
3: So when the intersection is missing, that's why now you find uh, team team members. So I, I know so lem, let me clarify one thing before I go on. Product manager is not just strictly for the technology aspect. In as much as most companies that are really utilizing the product management role are those that are building software. There are other non software companies that have actually decided to utilize it because they've noticed they actually do need yes, that one exactly. person who will be an intersection for sure. the different yeah. uh, departments or skill set they need to actually provide a service or a product.
0: Oh. Would you call um, a developer evangelist a product manager, sort of? No. I think I think I would. I
3: mean, you would?
2: it's at an intersection yeah
3: but then what is it
0: feedback from like the community but does he go
3: further into into sitting down and saying okay so we're building this this product is this these are our users what features are we going to put into this product to actually satisfy our users and then from there on the business aspect with our business model is it in line with what we want to build are we going to actually gain profit from it Are we going to be able to monitor, evaluate and continue over a a period of time that is good enough? So a product does phase out eventually depending on the market that you are dealing with. So is it something that will bring in enough profit even when it it matures to the end phase where now you have to phase it out? If you
0: put it that way, no. Yeah, because I feel I feel like we end at a particular point in that cycle. So, um. like, yeah, I I, I I kind of get, I, can, I kind of get, um, what what you mean?
3: Yeah. Then to answer now your actual questioners,
0: <laughs> without product managers, without
3: product managers. So without product managers, now this is where you find an environment where team members. <coughs> Mm will have to pitch in so where you're saying you feel at some point you did actually do product management roles (laughs) without actually knowing that that is what you're doing because then there isn't a predefined person who's doing that and uh, why eventually they decided to make an intersection is because the team members will be eventually overwhelmed because first Mm -hmm. you have the development part but then you still have to suggest the ideas and then you have to uh, do
2: everything. Yeah, you have yeah. to
3: literally look at everything. Is it in line with our business model? Do we have the users? And if we have the users or clients, is it going to be profitable? Is it something that will be? You know, we we have a tendency sometimes with developers because I mean I have a background of you know being a developer where well, we develop something without actually doing market research and it ends up being packed away. It's not used. So, in in a team where there's no product manager, yes. You will find the team members will will take a chunk of it and yeah. share amongst themselves.
1: Yep. Do Do you I work with a product manager? Myself, yes. Mm. I think um, adding on to what Cynthia said, um, in a team where you don't have a product manager, uh, mostly you find that the projects won't won't you find that they won't be delivered on time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then you've got some. Misinterpreted data, yeah. so you find that okay. We thought this is what they the, the the client wanted, and yeah. then you go to deliver this thing because you thought that take that you saw that was um, amazing. Yeah, it's amazing <laughs> take. Yeah. So you, you need to have a bridge. So you'd find maybe people would still pitch in as developers, but they only go as so, fun, so yeah. far. Yeah. yeah, they don't go further into uh, talking to users and all that, and that notion of. Deaf people and like the yeah. like a syndrome of not talking to
0: uh, people. Uh, yeah. You know, deaf people are like a unique <laughs> set of individuals. <laughs> like, um, I, th- I think when you go to meetups, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's very interesting. Like, you, you can't find people like that anywhere else. And it's interesting <laughs> because they're like, they're normal people. They're yeah. just like you and I. Yes. Yeah. But when they are together, Oh my God! It's like you're yeah, in a different different. It's a different place.
3: atmosphere. Yeah.
0: So like, and the, the most difficult thing is like translating their needs, right? Uh, like, uh, I'll give an example of stuff like APIs that mostly serve like developers. You know, we had like, uh, rave talked about we're talking about rave API last mm-hmm. in the last episode. The companies like those are they're dealing with other businesses, but technically they're dealing with other with developers because yeah. developers will do all the integrations and stuff mm. like that. So yes. Uh, getting needs their needs in terms of how onboarding is working or how an api works it's actually harder than it seems especially if you approach like a developer one-on-one or you you don't you know you, you don't meet them at their point of you know so i kind of understand when we talk about like the the need for like an intersection to kind of understand yes. both sides and that sort of thing it's it's very interesting because
1: again it's 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 difficult you're coming from tech and adding on developing and then you move on from there to to talk to people you it's it's, um it's kind of like a shift you need to shift and then you talk to a layman trying to explain technology to a layman Mm. and then you're in dev we find that those there's much difficulty in doing that. Yeah. So there if you really now have. Of
4: <laughs> yeah, there's a lot Yeah.
1: Because this is why you find that you come up with somebody who understand both. They understand, tech and then they're able to uh, interpret and then communicate with. with uh, can i call them no more people <laughs> wow, wow. I, I feel
4: like i I with a
0: really bad your time. and i will retract what I said. Well, you know. it's,
3: it's funny that it's, it's not just with the external users or clients it, it also comes with um, so from my experience i've noticed it also comes back to even just internally so let's take for instance i'm working for a company right i'm a developer you find usually developers to actually communicate to a business person <laughs> on what they are doing and what they need to do it's quite difficult it's the difficult, business person yeah. will be like from our business model and what we're trying to achieve i don't think this is in line with what we are trying to do What the tech person is trying to say you know what if we do this we might actually see uh, high revenues or high returns of our clients or with customers users and then not that is not even the the end of it. So tech people have this whole enmity with, with finance guys <laughs>
4: <laughs> for
3: a reason. Because what they're saying we need these platforms and we need to pay for them, the finance guy will be like, I don't see why I should be giving you the funds to purchase this this, like Mm. why should I purchase this and it comes back to being able to communicate the technical aspect of these platforms Mm. and tools to a finance person to say we really do need this for Mm. our productivity Mm. so hence a middle person Who understands both sides and will be able to listen to the developers and say, oh, okay, I get it. Mm. Then sits down with the finance person to say, we actually do need these things. These are the benefits we shall have. Then goes back now to the administration guys, you know, the CEOs and the likes and explains, you know, from your vision and aims and whatnot this will
1: be like in, in their language
0: in, in their, their
3: language, language. No, yes
2: oh,
0: sorry like
1: a translator
2: yes you know, yes, a translator. yes yes,
0: yes. This, this 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 communication feels like it's cut across so many silos I, I i honestly i honestly feel like being a product manager is a headache yeah yeah i yeah. I, yeah, I, right. I, I enjoy it yeah. yeah i was going to say if you have to be a product
2: manager i think you must really enjoy it eh?
3: so for me why i really got into it is because coming from a developer part I noticed I would, I would get misunderstood, especially from the finance part Mm -hmm. or the administration part when I'm trying to explain that I need ABCD Mm -hmm. for me to be more productive (laughs) or achieve this goal Mm -hmm. that you've given me Mm -hmm. to achieve you know and I was like okay so if I'm facing this problem how many others are facing this issue and unfortunately in our Zambian environment there are very few companies that have actually realized that they need a product Product manager they actually end up saying they need a project Mm -hmm. manager and not a product manager. manager I, I would observe how he would he would talk to the different stakeholders, be it our CEO, be it our users, you yeah. know, be it our finance guy, yeah. and I was interested as to how he he would manage to transition from talking to me, a developer, yeah. telling him, oh, I have created this API and yeah. blah blah blah, it's and then he.
1: He's doing not, this and not that.
3: eyeing his job but I was fascinated at how he was able to communicate with the different stakeholders who are working towards providing a particular product yeah. you know so when he left I remember I walked up to <laughs> to our director then I was like um, I just told her I sat her down and was like you know what Okay, I've yeah. been observing what yeah. he's been doing because they couldn't find another person mm-hmm. they realized that they needed somebody who understood all these other parts not just one who so I need these tools and yeah these are the deadlines so let's go ahead so I just sat her down I was like you know what I have been observing what he's been doing. Give me a chance. So I'm a daredevil at times. I I told her, I was like, I don't have the papers here. We we both know, but allow me to learn. And the good part is she was the kind who really invested in our um, education Mm. aspect. So she actually pointed me to the courses that I could do. I started doing a course on uh, agile project management Mm. uh, on Coursera and I started reading up on product management started the job and i liked it Mm. then after that company i went to another company now this one was strictly product management you
1: got the role
3: i got the role and this particular company them they even knew what it meant to be a product manager Mm. and not calling it a project manager and that also added on more skills to you know, to what I have and I enjoy it.
2: Yeah. So yes.
1: are you no, officially no, yes, a product?
0: <laughs> 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 no, it's because language. I enjoy
3: it. Yes, yeah. it's a second language for me. Wow,
0: that's deep.
3: <laughs> <laughs> this, yeah. this, this
0: is just really interesting, you know, because I, I feel like a lot of us like are stuck in, there's a lot of these, I won't call them there's all these roles that are kind of like ignored and Mm -hmm. misunderstood and it causes a lot of like uh, confusion around Mm -hmm. many different teams because ish i think if we don't have like this intersection like you're calling it yeah ish i've been on such teams
2: especially in tech i feel like a lot of roles are vaguely defined
0: some are vaguely defined for vaguely defined for a reason um i think i was reading on something that it's not really like a role that's Mm -hmm. vaguely defined it's more like a culture and i think i was telling cynthia about this culture yesterday yeah we're talking about like the famous netflix culture deck and Mm -hmm. how it kind of moved away from the traditional form of hr and gave more responsibility to like employees for example yeah like instead of strictly defining what your role is they give you a bit more flexibility and they sort of give you more responsibility to be aware of what you need to do and when you need to do it
2: don't you don't you find that to be a little bit more confusing because i work for a company where um it and HR are uh what one department shared services
4: and i'm like
3: what hmm? the hell is this sorry say that again
0: shared IT services. And HR.
2: yeah it and hr like hand in hand
4: oh
0: hmm, that's really interesting yeah i think that's something worth diving into uh maybe maybe we can, we can look at finding people that are interested in this kind of area yeah. and like great opportunity to send yeah. us messages yeah. like one minute long messages we'll I, link yeah. in the description <laughs> like I think I'll find every opportunity to, to ask people to send us messages because yeah. like I feel like it's a really great way for like submissions and that yeah, sort of thing like so if you really know something about um, shared services across industries HR, IT like Wazzy, Wazzy's company does that's like really interesting I'd love to yeah, know it's more. There's
2: actually a lot of companies eh? Because mm-hmm. you find, like, for some, and mostly banks, IT and accounts, IT and finance, that's a shared service.
0: Yeah, even IT and marketing, actually, yeah. when I think about it. yeah. That, that's that's really, really interesting. You know, coming back to the whole idea of, you know, product management and that sort of thing, I think I'm actually really interested in how, like, how, how it really works. Like, how is the communication across the different teams, Cynthia? Like, I, I like... What communication channels you, d- did you previously use, or like, would you think are most effective in terms of communicating this sort of like agile approach?
3: So that one, I'll say it depends on again on on your environment. I use my experience I don't want to if I was a prophet I'd have said prophet liar why I-
4: lie <laughs> wow. hmm. uh, a that
0: is a that, that is a made up word <laughs> Cynthia
3: Okay, oh, getting back to the topic.
2: <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: that's a
2: good
3: one. It is a good one, Prefer
2: Prophylly, <laughs> mm.
3: you know where I see <laughs> <He> lies. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. Um, from, I'll combine all my experiences huh? so f- firstly all the three companies I have worked with where it's under product management we've really utilized Slack, <laughs> Slack. <laughs> if the Slack guys hey. are listening to this well apparently oh. you, your platform is quite used <laughs> so we like uh, where I'm working right now we, we've gone as far as each project has its own channel
2: uh-huh. Mm-hmm.
3: And from uh, w- when you get a proj- uh, each uh, project,
2: like each part of the product,
3: sorry, product okay. each product. So, we build for companies, so each product has a channel, okay. and in that channel, from the initiation, we'll actually put in the proposal. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll put it in that channel to, to show the proposal, the features that have been proposed. So, on each step, when eventually we start now doing the ideation where we even do the HCD process, the human centered design, mm. uh, for people who don't know that, it's where we engage. It's very, <laughs> funny.
0: <laughs> it's very I, I, funny. I actually want to dwell on this for a little bit, yeah. like the, okay. whole, the whole idea of like a human centered, centered design, design. Yeah. like running through, because those like. Um, well, the Slack chat that happens, I think, every two weeks, right? Uh-huh. Um, in one of the, the Slack groups I'm in. And uh, one time, I, I forget his name, but um, this guy from Kenya who's, like, a, uh, really interested in, like, design thinking and that sort of thing, it was, it's, like, a big deal. Oh, uh, it's
3: not Wither? No?
0: No, no, no. Um, no. Anyway, like, if, when I remember his name, uh, I'll put a link in the description. I was almost
3: remembering and, yeah, okay, yeah.
0: Yeah, so like when I remember his name I'll put his 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 information in the description. So like the whole the the whole aspect of designing for like the user first, I don't know, like it's 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 good mm-hmm. but it seems too perfect. Like at what point? Like run me through like the steps that you guys went through in terms of like human. Sorry, it seems design. seems too perfect. Like no, no yeah, I just wanted to run 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 us through like the steps of human centered design. Uh-huh. And then like we can we we can we can have a little discussion around that because it's
3: it's vague, vague for you. Okay, so from. Joe will also come in because he's done that before recently, (laughs) which made him scratch his head. (laughs) So what we do is, so let's say, for example, we we get a client and they give us, okay, so I want um, want a system and this is A, B, C, D. What example will I say? Which example can I give? I'm trying to find an actual product we can use
2: messaging app, a local messaging
3: okay so let's say you you want to disseminate information to um, the people in what we call the lower income
4: Hmm.
3: uh, the lower income citizens right Mm -hmm. then you come to us you say okay i want an app but i don't know how i just simply want to educate them on a b c d but i don't know I'll give this example. I want to give them information on how they take their dosage for ARVs. Yes? Mm-hmm. Then you you bring it to us. For us, what we'll do first is we'll ask you what the idea you have behind it. How have you thought of how you would like to disseminate this information? Do you want it through text or do you want it through an actual Android app where one, you know, downloads and then they log in and they're able to see different sections? or do you want it to be coming via ussd not bulk sms's yeah would you need some response from the user would they be inputting some data that you want to then receive and store or it would be just a one-way thing you give them the information they read through and it ends there so those are the questions we would ask the client. But then even when they give us those answers, we will request that they give us chance to talk to their potential users. So we we'll ask them, what is the scope? Who are the users you would like to, to target? Are there people in the rural areas or is it in the urban areas or is it the middle class? When they give us that, we have a way of, you know, selecting the potential users depending on the description they've given us, right? Mm-hmm. Then we'll do what we call uh, focus groups. So, there are focus groups where you bring them in groups. You ask the users questions. If if I were to be, to, to if I were to disseminate information to you, what would be the best yeah, for you? you? You leave yeah. it open. And yeah. yeah, that's the other thing. Don't close them up. So, if I come to you, Mukum, and I'm doing um, a game, I should not come and say, mukuma would you like a game that will give you hints as you go along the way? I'm already leading you. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I should say, Muma if I were to make a game, what would pop out for you? What would make you come back and play it every day? Then i am leaving it open. You give me all the ideas you have. So don't, <laughs> res- yeah, don't restrict the interviewee, if I may, or yeah, the maybe. interviewed um Closed or restricted environments, yes, because there might be ideas they might give you that you never thought of. Mm -hmm. So at that stage, we actually say there's no dumb idea Mm -hmm. at that point. An idea that you think is dumb might actually come out to be a very valuable idea later on as Mm -hmm. you go on with the process. So there's focus groups, or you can do one-on-one interviews, or you can do questionnaires, but we all know questionnaires don't quite work out well because very few people will actually Obtain. sit down and start reading through your questionnaire. Mm. Yeah. And then what we do is we actually ask if we can record in case you forget some aspects of the interview. Mm. So you can actually ask, you, you record whilst you're asking them questions, you record and you still take your notes. Then from there, it's a matter of consolidating what you have found after you consolidate it it is usually advisable you come up with at least three prototypes <laughs> don't come with one come with three <laughs> then when you do that take it to them mm. these are the three from what i collected from all of you guys these are the three possible options Which I best? they run through all of them then they should give you feedback on each there are times when you find there will be one that will stand out mm. so that's the one you adopt but there are times when you find all three have unique features that stand out. So then you will have to combine and make one. Or maybe there will be two that will stand out. You have to combine and make one. So those are decisions that you have to make now. Then you go back. Now you make the final prototype. You still take it back. So the whole process of HCD is to involve the user as much as possible. You don't want to preempt. What they might need, because mm. then you end up developing something that won't be used. Yeah.
1: Exactly. yeah. This, this, so it's again, adding, adding, <laughs> adding on. Yeah, no, I didn't experience with. Okay. <laughs> adding on when we like do a rollback um, during the infancy of uh, machines, systems being discovered, and then we're like, wow, I know that. Um, you find that there's this trend of people fighting with the system. Mm-hmm. Yeah so that's the idea that's that's the major thing why there's uh user-centered design yeah. mm-hmm. yes yeah. it's to get rid of that you don't want a product that you you wrote a product and then two to three, uh, two, three, two to three maybe days or mm-hmm. f- four days and then for that people have to fight with the system because yeah. you you didn't take the system to the users mm. you were forcing people towards to the, the system yeah. yes so you find that it's, it comes like bureaucracy, mm. rules, okay, if you want to use the system, this is how you're supposed to do it, this, 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 and that. Go to school first. Yeah. yeah, yeah, kind of. So <laughs> yeah. somebody has to learn and then it just becomes like, people don't like using the system, mm. they end up using it because they have to.
2: Mm.
1: Yes, but the system isn't isn't something that they would like to use. Yeah, you know, that's deep. Um, yeah.
2: I think I'm, I'm more of an advocate for user-centric design. And this really hits close to home because this is a very important aspect that a lot of us overlook. Eh? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What I really found um, fascinating about um, user-centered design is that the user is uh, front and center. Eh? Yep. So I, um, I worked on a project where I think, I don't know if it's too ongoing, but a project for a sexual reproductive app and someone was talking us through design thinking eh? mm-hmm. and he walked the whole organization through it he's like guys we need this is very important we need to sit down and go through this process yes and it was just so you know it was so motivating to see how you have the different personas so you have different boards mm-hmm. you know so this this age group is there this this uh yes. this gender is there and you know you you learn from them yeah you learn yes. from them the developer actually learns from them it's no longer my way or the highway yes sort of um sort of a relationship so it's
3: yeah there's always something unique yeah that there's always something though.
2: unique and you're like oh i didn't know that yeah i could do that i could put that component in it's yeah, not yes, building exactly.
1: the project first yeah. it's a here's mm, it. use it, it. Is, yeah, <laughs> use it actually with um with my rule is uh if you are doing you are handling any any project hmm. when we after that when we ask you questions about that project, you're supposed to know how, how, like become part of the project project itself. Yes. So if I'm doing something, let's say for maybe HR, if I'm done with that project, I'm supposed to know what goes on in HR. Cause if we get if you are, you say who would best um is, yeah. uh design or implement this system mm-hmm. for somebody it's the very person you're designing for not so yeah oh. yes it's only that they can't do it yeah so yeah you have to become those people Mm -hmm. for you to know what they what actually he's he's actually
3: just said what i wanted to add on so Mm -hmm. another form of you getting the aspect of the user what they would need is shadowing Mm -hmm. where you actually i had to do that for it (laughs) (laughs) for farmers (laughs) when i was working on an app for farmers (laughs) and we literally had to go and walk the life of the farmer. farmer yeah you actually go there and see what they do from morning to evening how their day goes and what are the struggles they face because only then you realize oh okay so there's even this or there's that but when you're just seated in your office and you're thinking oh there's a farmer so obviously they travel so many kilometers to the market but like in between that what happens Uh before they actually even load their crops in that truck taking them to the market what happens so shadowing that is what he's talking about where you actually you become the Um, user and live their life and see the hassles and the needs mm. they have
0: yep. yeah. so what yeah. happens if I'm a single developer
3: There, are most likely your shadowing part might not work as much but then you would have to utilize the focus groups and the interviews yes. the one-on-one interviews but then again may I say HCD process does not come at a cheap price. No, it, doesn't, it, doesn't. <laughs> it does
0: not <laughs> it doesn't come. Doesn't at sound cheap. Everyone. No, it, no it,
3: well, it does not come at a cheap price. But there's a saying. It's actually it's not even for HCD process. It goes across the board, especially for us who are doing software development. Huh. It's better you invest a lot of money in the research, the designing, and making sure that the yeah. product is what as as it is needed to be. Huh and invests less in development Development, then you 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 do a quick research and develop then find out it's not something they need and then you have to go back and do this the 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 stuff again again. which tends to be costly and even triple the amount
1: and if you're handling a number of projects meaning you you allow you
3: and there will be the you know, the finance guy saying you've spent in already enough. Yes. Sorry <laughs> finance guys.
1: There's um there's this 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 um this trend, I don't know. Uh, where um, with us developers it's like, Oh, there's this new project and immediately you jump into you jump in. into coding.
0: Yeah. Yes it's oh fuck, i did that this week <laughs> sorry. sorry yeah you I, jump on jumped that into it and a yes. few days later that thing was cancelled and we I looked at the stuff i'd done and yeah. i was like oh, crap i might as well upload this on github <laughs> 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 open source it. I, well at least you've, you've got okay.
1: it on github yeah so yeah so what what are we saying um they teach you how to code it becomes interesting and with all they say that if all you have is it's a hammer, or whatever you see so what it's it's a nail. It's a nail. Yeah, bang it, bang. Build, yeah, it's build, bang build, bang. Build, the, yes. Build. So I have my Python in my on my hands. So whatever they give me, Python. it's like ah, it's Python, 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 Python. You've seen. Mm-hmm. Yes, but the idea is we should um, invest more in design because mm-hmm. it's at the design stage that. You can um, know whether this is going to work or it's not going to work, and then it's easier to rectify any issues that yeah. come up during the design phase. Yeah. Yes. Oh. So effective. if you miss that stage, That's you effective. will develop something, but you find that you yeah, but you find that. You missed out something huh. yes because also you have to be careful with users yeah. Oh, yeah yeah you talk to them this day they tell you this this other day but there's just one thing that they're not telling you there's always something that they haven't yeah. told you yeah true that's very true yeah i remember reading a headline some time back and
2: i don't know why it's really hitting close to home now and the headline was um was something like was steve jobs a misunderstood product manager mm-hmm. like he embodied the 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 term even before it was like you know well known
3: no but it means he really understood the fact that i need to build for my users and not me building for me and then forcing it on them
2: exactly i think he's for me he's the greatest definition yeah of a product
1: manager look at apple products
2: Brilliant user it's Just like an extension. It's just seamless. It's yeah. like
0: an extension of you. I am uh. only going to say this once.
2: Elias, you, you, you <laughs> will be proud, Elias.
0: <laughs>
3: only once, yes. You're yeah. yeah. going only. to say this only once.
0: Only, on, only once. Yes. You know, Apple is really good at selling you even stuff that's substandard mm. because they're good at marketing, basically. I I think a lot of a lot like Elias always says. I don't know how are, I'm representing today. <laughs> Elias <laughs> yeah, will I be happy about it. They, they like send that. you the experience, and the experience is good, even if it doesn't really change from year to year.
3: It's because they invest in their user research, and they know the experience you want IAS to 13. have.
2: All I saw was a bunch of new emojis. You know but I you mean? still loved <laughs> it. <laughs> but no, no, no. Le- le- but let me finish. Let me finish. That's where I'm going. Let me finish. But that's something that people love.
0: I'm no, this not even the emojis. Like, uh, for, To be honest, when I saw iOS 13, mm. I was like, maybe I could buy an Apple device again. Wow. To be honest. Wow. That's what I thought there's a for me there was something that i found impressive mm-hmm. just you know the the, the volume you mm. know how like how crappy the mm. volume like the volume bar is mm. when like uh, yeah. Yeah. guys like the new update yep. it looks really yeah. nice and I just that just because just of the that simple things i could actually but and i actually get why they are so excited about dark mode like <laughs> Yeah, we've been doing mode for a while <laughs> and then you guys finally get it and then you actually see them and how they've implemented it. It's actually really dope.
2: Yeah. Look, I, 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 sorry, I broke my phone like two weeks ago. I broke my other Huawei phone two weeks ago and wow. the only available phone to me at that point was an iPhone. I've been using an iPhone for a week and I was the definition of an Apple fanboy from the three. Mm.
3: This is my confession
2: <laughs> I, um, I am
3: using uh, an Apple um, a laptop now <coughs> <am a> <laughs> <Pro>. Confession <laughs> <laughs>
1: How long has this been are confessions?
0: Confessions. <laughs> It's close to a month now yeah. <laughs> We don't no, even no, see it yeah. here No no but g- generally this is the trend like uh, most most of my developer friends, right? Oh. Are okay with using a MacBook oh. or something. Yeah. Yeah. Just it's not, a, it's just a, not, just a, not the phone.
2: No. Yeah, but look, I went back to the phone and I remembered how seamless it was for me to do whatever I wanted.
1: Okay, no, I have
2: was not reached you know, that look, stage the for the
1: phone. With yeah. the phone. With the phone It's so, an
0: extension it's, of you. Exactly. Look, it's no, as no, no, simple no. as the interactions. Now we've got yeah. into another discussion. Yes. Uh, uh which we'll keep for another day. We had we had when Elias
3: is here.
0: If anyone wants to get like an in depth conversation like where the genesis of this entire composition is it's episode two (laughs) (laughs) ecosystem lock in like this is basically where this composition stems from
3: and apparently 16 episodes later we're
0: still talking about the same thing every every episode yes it comes up it comes up wow
3: amazing anyway back to product (laughs) management
0: (laughs) wow anyway like at what point like um you know the problem is a, a lot of us like have these ideas on our own. We we may have the knowledge, you know, design thinking all that stuff. You may not have the resources. You may not have the time as well. For example, you may want to cut corners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah what yeah. corners can I cut, Cynthia? None. Hmm. Yeah. None.
1: <laughs> the, the only corner that you would like, you would, what you want to cut, is the design. Things. but mm. yeah, even that's, that's the one, one that I'll you usually no. cut yeah don't
3: but yeah it's like you're
1: shooting yourself yeah
3: imagine if 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 the apple guys cut short on the design I mean mm. like I mentioned mm. each idea Johnny
1: Ive shout out to you
3: you know like each each idea there's no dumb idea even for, for mm. the volume but I guess if, if I was so skeptical I'd be like seriously guys no. like yeah. the volume like you yeah, want yeah, me to change exactly.
2: that for you for them you. to implement
3: but they listened uh. to their users and they were like okay we're still going uh. to do this and you see the smiles like look at
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh, shall
3: know. we not mention names
0: yeah because mm. <laughs> you all people are
2: Okay. So. of course you know at Mukuma was no need to bring that up well,
0: is there any need to bring anything?
3: Dear listeners, Wesley is yet to give me my Alexa. If you remember the episode we did right after my birthday, that Alexa has not arrived yet.
2: I have no words. Um, I'm working on it. The next episode, I'm ordering it here, Codecast. If you're listening, if I don't order it on the next episode, I owe you wow i hear you
0: i hear cynthia i hear you anyway anyway you know i i was playing a lot of devil's advocate in this episode because um it's it's things that we appreciate but don't really appreciate like um we see this a lot like you know like in the state of the zambian ecosystem right the startup ecosystem right now is um think of an idea build push to market Mm -hmm. and then then do your
5: human centered design
0: when your product is already in the market i don't know i don't know if that's that becomes invalid i don't think so like i i feel like certain things could work well that way
3: i feel it makes uh it it that's what leads to most of our local companies using more money so imagine they first build so this is not even about software it's (laughs) just any product mobile money you come up with the product then you, you you employ, there are now these research companies, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You, you employ a research company and then they start going around asking the already existing users, by the way, <laughs> how the product <laughs> is. Mm. Then when they realize that it's actually not working out, they have to go through the developing of that product again. again. When they would have actually cut down on that process if they did involve the researchers right in the beginning, to see is this something that actually the users out there need, need and is it exactly as what they would require it to be so i really hope our local companies will think of this it's just not for software development guys it's every product and service mm-hmm.
0: Steve.
3: you can come see me if you want help
0: <laughs> where is this going <laughs> and I'm the one that charges consultation <laughs> where is this going <laughs> wow anyway this is, this is really interesting um, I think at some point it would be nice to have like some kind of like I don't know I don't know if you can call it like workshop or like just something that kind of teaches people this side of the development cycle Oh. Because we have a lot of people now that are setting out to build their own products.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh we may not be building products for other other companies or other individuals. You may be building internal products, for example. Like how do you set about doing it the right the right way. So that's really interesting. I'd like to do more like reading on stuff like that.
3: Well, it seems we've given Mokoma something to think about.
2: Yeah, look I'm I'm thinking right now as so. well. I'm thinking
3: for your products and services.
2: No,
0: I'm coming for a job.
3: For my job, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I feel like there's enough this to go around. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's so sorry, many sorry, companies sorry. that still
3: need product management. Yeah, yeah, no, it sounds,
1: it sounds, I
3: still it sounds. need my red Range yeah. Rover. What's your problem?
1: Yeah. Wow. Um, so this is why it gets interesting. So, um, we'll be talking about human-centred design and all that yeah and um highlighting the how to go about it so um we call ourselves like we are the custodians of oh, tech and we are the guys that do cool stuff he's
3: about to beat <coughs> us mm. yes
1: no 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 no
0: no No. you no. can be honest <laughs> no let's
3: just, just
1: be honest yeah uh, uh, the ones that do cool stuff so um you go to a, uh, a blacksmith you say you say so. you 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 give you give him your um, your requirements mm. and then he gets to see your requirements and then no i need a bigger sword and stuff and I'm like no you don't need a bigger sword he goes back comes comes up with something that amazes you it's mm. not what you requested for but we hold it in your hands it's amazing mm. yeah so if you um what am i saying if you have the user-centered design mm. we understand tech yeah. we know what goes where we know what this does so if to the user mm. we get the user's requirement us we can interpret it nicely so that we know what best fits them mm.
3: prototypes
1: yeah mm. the, all those all those <laughs> things okay. yes prototypes mm. because we understand our world we're trying mm. to get into the user's world mm. but from our whatever they want comes from our world yeah. we know what to best give mm. them Mm. yeah so in, now you're talking of embracing the full power of what software mm. ah so it can even do this yes it can even do that mm. oh yeah with software we can do anything mm. yeah almost anything yeah hectic yes Hence so
3: the three prototypes mm.
1: Mm. minimum yeah,
3: no like imagine you you get what they've given you and you also have ideas you can fuse them in and give them okay so these are the prototypes what do you think and they'll give you feedback.
2: I should be writing this down.
3: I know <laughs> it, it seems like it's a lot of work, uh, but as the more you, you do it, the more it becomes a uh, habit yeah. to a point where you won't even see. You won't even need to put much mm. effort into it. It will come out flawless. Like it will just be part of you. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's
2: just flowing for you today. I, just,
3: um, the, all smiles, guys. Like this. Yes. guys just flowing. this. is. Uh, that work. Yes. Hmm,
0: that's really interesting. Um, I wish we could be here all day though yep I can't
3: no we can't, I need okay, my bed okay, okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's, been, it's been really interesting because um, honestly I, I rarely follow what can I not say really, I do it a lot I start the process a lot uh, but then I always encounter um, like obstacles uh, in the process either from members of the team or just like the business end not willing to like uh take part in the process of identifying what would best fit you know the environment and that sort of thing so it's really interesting to get your perspective on it i i I will probably talk to you quite a lot
4: no
3: problem me too come with chocolate
0: no
1: no chocolate no
0: (coughs) okay no <laughs> is that something we don't know okay <laughs> Okay.
1: <laughs> it ends there <laughs> no so okay yeah. no
3: can you convert all chocolates uh-uh. to yogurt and fruits specifically bananas oh, and if you can find okay. avocados
0: Oh yes. man! I will go back to this conversation back. about <laughs> avocados. Just Come on! Die. Just in the last recording, we had like a full blown like conversation about how avocados are from <laughs> are from hell. Yes. <laughs> no,
3: avocados are from heaven.
0: You know what? Cancelled. You are cancelled. Who eats avocados?
3: Oh, Who? I eat avocados.
0: Yeah, like which normal person eats
3: avocado? Ouch.
0: So, you know listeners, maybe we need to subject avocados to human-centered design. <laughs>
3: listen. To that. And you said that word no more On that note. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
2: all that things, you know? <laughs> that's all <folks. laughs>
0: this has been episode 17 of codecast it's, it's it's been interesting i will properly explain why avocados should be subjected to human-centered design yeah. in another episode because i ha- i actually have a theory about this uh something we forgot to mention earlier and we'll probably talk about in every episode until it actually happens is this year's edition of the developer conference yay so it's set for september around mid-september 19th and 20th i think um i'll probably put the dates in the description um like developer conference zambia on facebook that's devcon underscore on twitter uh for any updates uh we should have an instagram account as well but it will be interesting to see what they turn out to be this year uh-huh. um so far the 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 call for papers has attracted a lot of interesting... topics and conversations that I would definitely like to see or hear happen at this year's developer conference. So yeah, and I know Cynthia's particularly excited about one. Yes. And that's really interesting. We won't talk about it. It's like gonna be a surprise when we announce who when the speakers it depends
3: are. Then I'll tell you.
0: Oh. Right. Wow, okay. Right.
3: It's that good.
0: Mm. So yeah, we'll post a link to all the, um, all the social media platforms that you can get information about the developer conference. Um, if you wanna sponsor the conference as well, just uh, well, email Codecast or like get in touch with any of us, and we should be able to facilitate something like that. Um, so, if you want to get in touch with us on Codecast, we're at Codecast ZM on every platform: Twitter, Facebook, um, LinkedIn, as well now. Instagram. Okay. Yeah, um, pretty much. We're on eleven platforms, including uh, TuneIn Radio, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Breaker, Radio Republic, oh. like what pretty much everywhere except soundcloud so um listen to all our previous episodes then and thank you for listening one more thing we actually quietly rolled out a website
3: yay it was open source
0: yeah basically so um if you're interested in doing work on that and building that platform um send us a tweet or a dm and we'll set something up so thank you for listening guys it's time for the plug session Alas is in here so it's not supposed to be dramatic
1: yeah no crazy yeah, this, this shouldn't
2: be hard this shouldn't
0: audio. be that start. hard was it you wanna start
2: at the zambian underscore geek that's it where at is
3: that is that facebook zambian or
2: twitter uh, i'm not on facebook gosh oh, okay no. so
3: yeah listeners. Yeah, so twitter.
2: listeners twitter twitter handle at the zambian underscore geek um, twitter and instagram yeah and everywhere else relevant
3: linkedin cynthia mlinger profile picture lady with dreadlocks twitter
1: (laughs) 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 we are are many cynthia mlingers
3: believe me then twitter (laughs) twitter python kareese facebook cynthia mlinger again uh on Facebook you, uh, unless you know my face. Well many Cynthia lingers. <laughs> <There laughs> <Again. is. laughs> do the wrong one. I think that's about it, yeah.
1: Wow, well, um Twitter it's uh Jobrian at Jobrian. Oh. Then LinkedIn at Jobrian. Oh.
2: Jory Lai Jory Lai 45 what he's not
0: familiar he's he's not here to defend (laughs) himself so (laughs) Jory (laughs) Lai (laughs) underscore forty five, three six five. he's not here to defend himself (laughs) we
3: miss you Elias yeah we miss you Elias (laughs) so
0: that's Sawa underscore bones on Twitter um, Kenanuma on Facebook and uh, yeah that's pretty much all the platforms you can catch me on and the rest will probably be in the description somewhere, As usual. somewhere description yeah. guys
3: <laughs> description
0: description somewhere thank you uh Jobrian for coming through we appreciate it it's been amazing please listen to all our episodes
3: yes remember who sits next yeah. to you in the
0: office i know i know i know <laughs> okay codecast <Yeah>. we're out <laughs> you've been listening to codecast zambia brought to you by Girl Code. Visit AgoraCode community for more information, or like us on Facebook. That's at CodeAgora. We're on Twitter too, at CodeAgora.